What's going on, everybody? This episode of the Dear America podcast is brought to you by our good friends at Black Rifle Coffee. Uh, I love Evan, Matt, Jared, all those guys. I, I've I've known them for over six years now, and uh, they just went public. They're they're doing amazing things, and every single day they're giving hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars a year to veterans. Uh, they also just doubled down on Joe Rogan's budget, uh, really supporting uh, the First Amendment and free speech. And I appreciate that. Some people got some beef with Black Rifle. I don't care. Uh, they're good friends to me. And this entire country is based around uh, not everybody thinking the same way that you do. And here's what I know. They've been loyal to me. I'm going to be loyal to them. Uh, they're a great group of guys. They're doing stuff for the military community and their coffee is amazing. It really is. It actually really is good. They're ready to drink. Uh, coffee is what gets me through the day every single day. And that is the truth. So support a military owned uh, coffee company that has actually made it and everybody is a hater because they're not them but we love those guys and we're thankful for them their friendship and now their sponsorship on the podcast go to blackriflecoffee.com today All right, all right. So these next couple things I'm going to be talking about is I can't even remember if I talked to you guys about this or not on uh, Friday's episode. But like I said, Zach's in Colorado, so I'm filming these things by myself. So I actually had filmed an episode, a full episode, full hour, 15 minute episode. And I, I, I put it in the drive and all this stuff come to find out that one of the mic cables were not connected right and the entire episode was washed it was gone and i was so furious <laughs> because you know it's hard to sit here and talk about all this stuff and make it semi-interesting and everything and then when you find out that the file's corrupted and you just lost it it really is discouraging but we're going to talk about some of the things that you guys didn't get to hear because i am an idiot and didn't check the cables before i started filming so Here's something that I want to talk about, and, and I would love for, for, for your emails to let me know what you think. This is an article coming out of the New York Post, and it says, um, oh, by the way, if your kids are listening, now is the time to not let them listen. All right, three, two, one. Okay, got them out of the room. All right, awesome. New York Post is saying babysitter convicted of sexually abusing three children for over seven years. Horrible, right? Absolutely terrible disgusting anybody that does things with kids i'm done like like i've heard enough no trial no, no I, I don't care like it's like i'm like tosh boy no well i've heard enough um but i look at the picture of this person and it was not what i was expecting like seriously think right in your mind what are you thinking when you hear that tabloid babysitter convicted of sexually abusing three children for over seven years just in your mind right now what's the picture you got just think about it. I'm, I'm just curious what that picture of that person looks like to you. <sighs> Here we go. An Oregon man has been convicted of sexual 
sexually abusing three young children over a period of seven years while he babysat them at an apartment complex over a decade ago. Lewis Howard Johnson, now 58. So that means he was 48 when this went down. Here's my question. Okay. And, and, and I'm, I'm saying this well aware that this may be like a regional thing. What in the world is a 48 year old man doing babysitting children? Uh, the answer is no for me. That's a no for, that's a no for me, dog. I, 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 I like, no, like I ain't never seen a babysitter. It's not a girl. I'm being serious. Like, and that's not a sexist thing or anything. Like, like, it's weird to me. Like, am I, am I crazy here? Like, you know, a 50 year old woman after she's had children and then her children have grandchildren, she's got empty nest syndrome and all that stuff. Okay. You know, that makes sense to me. A 48 year old man. What? Um, I, I, uh, no, <laughs> no is the answer. What in the world? The dude's 58 now. Okay, he's 58 now. So at 48 years old, that's another thing. What kind of 48 year old man has the time to babysit children? I'm 35. I ain't got no time to babysit kids, nor do I want to. I sometimes, as we've already discussed, me and my own kids don't get along sometimes. I'm for sure not babysitting nobody else's kids. Is this weird? I, I mean, please let me know. Email me, Graham at DearAmericanMedia.com. In the South, this don't happen. This don't happen in the South. There ain't no dudes babysitting small children, like strangers that are dudes coming in babysitting small children. In the in the South, that's like that's like that's like uh, just straight up pitchforks going after somebody type stuff. Like immediate child abuser. Like that's immediately what you think. Oh, that's a pedophile. Like I mean, you know what I mean? Like just just instantly, bam. I don't get it. And before some of you email me that they're like your cousin or your uncle or something like that, that's different. Okay. Even then still like all the time, come on. But either way, that's still different. This dude is just a dude. He's just a dude that just like a grown, grown dude. Like he's not like 17 or 18 watching your, you know, 10 or 11 year old and they hang out and play PlayStation together for two hours while you go to dinner. No, this is a grown dude. This is a grown man. Anyway, random, I know, but I'm just curious what you guys think about that. All right, guys, look, I'm going to keep it short. Good ranchers. I need every single one of you to listen to the words I'm saying right now. I need you to go support Good Ranchers right now. I need you to support the company that supported Dear America when we almost had to shut down. Now the radical left and every single thing that you can imagine is coming against these guys simply for supporting free speech. I need you to take it into your own hands and get off your proverbial butt and do something for fighting for the companies that are trying to do the right thing. Listen here, Good Ranchers is amazing. And I told him, you got to give me something for the people. You got to give me something. So if you go for a limited time, if you go to goodranchers.com slash Graham, they're giving away with your order, two pounds of their American, American Wagyu burgers for free with my code Graham. That's G-R-A-H-A-M. Listen, 
Again, if you don't know what Good Ranchers does, they sell 100% American meat. Stop buying from the grocery store. Stop eating China meat or Australian meat. Go to GoodRanchers.com slash to get a box of American meat and get two pounds of free rag- Wagyu burgers and free shipping added to your order. Listen, guys, again, Good Ranchers is the real deal. They saved this podcast when we were about to have to shut down, and now they need our help to stand with them. Meat prices are soaring, and I love that when you subscribe, you lock in your price and get $25 off every box for the life of your subscription with Good Ranchers. As long as you're subscribed, your price will never change, no matter what happens in this crapshoot economy that Joe Biden has. So, Go right now to GoodRangers.com slash Graham. Use my promo code G-R-A-H-A-M. Lock your subscription in forever and also get two pounds of free Wagyu beef burgers now. So Memorial Day weekend, um, they're talking about the gas prices are the highest that they've ever been, but it's not deterring people uh, from traveling on Memorial Day. I also read an interesting thing that furthers my anti-flight agenda is I read that Delta is now canceling 100 flights a day, 100 flights a day, Delta, just Delta. We don't even know about the other airlines because they can't find any crew members and they can't find pilots and all this stuff to fly the planes. Again, I literally watched the news cycle the other day and it's more expensive to fly now than ever before. And they're like, the majority of Americans are driving. Because they said, screw the airlines, we're not putting up with this garbage. But people are feeling it at the pump. So at record level. So what does our commander in chief have to say about these horrific prices that we're feeling at the pumps? Well, check this out. Comes to the gas prices. Uh, We're going through an incredible transition that is taking place that God willing, when it's over, we'll be stronger and the world will be stronger and less reliant on fossil fuels. When it's- We're going through an incredible transition, guys. Incredible transition. Uh, look, I, I've said this from the very beginning. I don't believe that all of this is uh, by accident. I don't believe that all this is happenstance. I don't believe any of that. I believe a lot of this is intentional. I really do. I I believe that the goal is to push to the Green New Deal. And if you really want to like go down the conspiracy world here, uh, the goal would be to push everybody to electric vehicles to where the government can at any point just turn off the power. (laughs) But either way, I believe that a lot of this is intentional and our commander in chief does not give a crap about it. Here's what he does care about, though. Uh, Biden zeroes in on plan to cancel $10,000 in student loans per borrower. That's not his original uh, thing that he said he was going to do where he was going to eliminate all of it. But still, nonetheless, this is going to be a lot. Let's see. So this would be uh, cancel up to $10,000 in student loans for individuals earning less than $150,000 or $300,000 for married couples. Let's see. It also is unclear if the cancellation would apply to all student loan debt or just undergraduate debts. Let's see if they estimate how much money just that would cost. Uh, Nope, it won't even do it. Let's see here. Conservative critics have pushed for the student loan payments to resume, arguing the moratorium has cost the federal government billions of dollars and that any widespread forgiveness would disproportionately benefit wealthy Americans. Uh, That's Screw it. Look, man, I've already told you guys how I feel feel about student loans. 
if you take out a loan, I, one, I think the problem is student loans. I think these things are predatorial at best. Uh, they take advantage of young, stupid kids that don't know any better, and they get them to take out these loans, and then they're in debt for the rest of their freaking lives. These things are predatory. I, I've said right off the bat that I think that colleges as a whole are predatory. I don't like any of them. I don't like any of them. I don't trust any of them. I don't do I don't. I'm becoming more and more like Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec every single day. Um, <laughs> uh, colleges, right off the bat, you could eliminate a lot of this by changing what colleges charge per credit hour, per whatever degree that it is you're going into. I don't believe that every single college course, course, course should cost the same uh, based off what field it is. So if you're going to, let's say you're doing your bachelor's, all right, your, your bachelor's degree. Okay. And then once your bachelor's bachelor's is done, then you go in your master's degree. Let's say that your bachelor's degree, one person's going in social work, another person's going into uh, nursing or whatever, right? Okay. What you can make starting out as a nurse versus what you can make starting out as a social worker are in two different stratospheres. So why do they cost the same amount of money to learn them at a college. It makes no sense. I believe one of the first steps to fix all this crap is you just need to change what these colleges are charging. I live close to Clemson, Clemson University. Clemson University is one of the most expensive colleges in America. Why? Have you been to Clemson? There ain't nothing there. There's no reason for it to be. And here's another thing that's crazy is Clemson not only is one of the most expensive, but it is the third lowest acceptor of applications in the country, like just under Yale and Harvard. Okay. It's like Yale, Harvard, Clemson. What? This is, it's crazy. It is insane. Here's the thing. If they would make college, I've also always been under the belief that, you know, if somebody wants to pay to take a class, like if they want to pay to take a class, um, why does it matter? what they made on an ACT. That's the thing I've never understood is I just, I've just never, never gotten it. Like, why does that, why does that matter? Like some of the smartest, richest people I know didn't even graduate high school. The whole thing's jacked up. Our entire educational system is a scam. Every single bit of it is worthless. I make more money than 90% of them people out there. And they all think that they're smarter than me. Well, no, you're not. <laughs> you're just not book smarts have nothing to do gary v said it best man i'm telling you gary v one of the most foul mouthed humans on the planet but he is one of the smartest dudes in the world he said it straight up man and this is what i truly believe and this is why i you know we teach our children this school unless you're holding a scalpel or building plans or defending criminals in court for the rest of your life school means nothing for you nothing because all the people that did great in school work for somebody else in the real life in the real real world and success in school doesn't mean success in life at all the people that actually struggled in school and had to learn to find success in other things those are the people that are the bosses of the master's degrees later on in life and that's just the truth man that's just the truth you know i was out on our boat the other day and, uh, you know, like my bodybuilding days are over. I don't have a six pack anymore, <laughs> you know, and uh, I saw a great, uh, a great thing the other day. And it had a picture, had a picture of uh, 
all these girls in bikinis on this yacht, all these dudes that were in uh like like shirtless, like you know, bronzed out with six and eight packs. I'm getting to my point. Calm down. And then they had this one dude in the middle, big old beer belly, shirt on, just most un uninteresting looking guy you've ever seen. It's like, what's the difference between these beautiful models, these bodybuilding men, and the guy in the middle? And then at the bottom, it says, the guy in the middle owns the boat and everybody else is broke. (laughs) And and it's just so true. I mean, it's so true. It's easy to have a six pack when you're starving because you can't buy any food. (laughs) And anyway, look, college in general, I think it's garbage. I think paying off the student loan debt is garbage uh, because, yeah, I mean, you got to learn from your mistakes. And the only way to learn from your mistakes is to have to deal with it and feel the butt pain of having to pay debts back because it's not fun. Okay, it's not fun. I've had to pay business debts back. Trust me. I know it ain't fun. At all. All right, everybody. I mean, you know, the economy's in the garbage, man. It is a raining dumpster fire at this point. Thanks, Joe Biden. And let's go, Brandon. It finally happened, though. The Fed is realizing the dire straits of our economy. Thanks to Joe Biden. Uh, apparently, <laughs> you just can't spend trillions of dollars every year. And now we got $40 billion more going to Ukraine. But I digress. You're already starting to see the ripple effects. We got no baby formula. The effects in the housing market. People's buying power has diminished. Have you considered what could happen if the stock market in our economy stalls out? Don't wait till that happens. Take some of your profits from the stock market now and solidify them with gold from Birch Gold. Throughout history, gold has maintained its value better than any other investment in the world. Text the word GRAHAM, G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 now for a free zero-obligation info kit on holding gold in a tax-sheltered retirement account. Again, text the word GRAHAM to 989898 and secure the gains you've made while you can. Join the thousands of happy Birch Gold customers with countless five-star reviews and an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. I trust the professionals at Birch Gold, so go now. Text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 and protect your future with gold now. So I found this clip the other day, and we're going to talk about guns, Ricky Gervais, and Roe v. Wade in, in regards to LGBTQ marriages, right? So again, I have no idea. (laughs) For all I know, we could be at the part two of this episode right now. Zach is in charge of that. So (laughs) in fact, you've probably probably got a really emotional first episode and now just all over the place talking about what's going on in America, second episode. Either way, so everybody's talking about the the potential life-saving verdict of overturning Roe v. Wade. And then they're saying that we're going after gay marriage next, including President Joe Biden. He's saying that this is this is going to affect gay people and gay rights for marriage and da 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 da. But it's interesting to me. I want to play you this clip I found because this is why I trust no politicians ever about anything. Nothing, not a zip, zero. The end is because they're all full of it. They all just go with whatever it is. So Joe Biden's been a Democrat since forever. And this is what he had to say about gay marriage uh, when he was a senator. Listen to this. Are desperately concerned about the circumstance relating to uh, 
avian flu. We don't have enough vaccines. We don't have enough police officers. And we're going to debate the next three weeks, I'm told, gay marriage, a flag amendment, and God only knows what else. I can't believe the American people can't see through this. We already have a law. The Defense of Marriage Act. We've all voted, not where I voted and others said, look, marriage is between a man and a woman and states must respect that. Nobody's violated that law. There's been no challenge to that law. Why do we need a constitutional amendment? Marriage is between a man and a woman. What's the game going on here? And I don't know, Joe. What is the game going on here? Isn't that crazy? Joe Biden almost sounds like a like a Republican right there. <laughs> This is what I'm talking about, dude. Look, whether you're a Republican or Democrat, okay? The, if you can listen to that clip of Joe Biden when he was a senator and just listen to him talk for five seconds now, not even about the same talking point, although he has completely flipped his views on it. He's not the same person and not like, oh, he's matured and changed for the better. No, he he is not the same person. He is a frail old man. And politicians will only talk about politicians go with uh, Ricky Gervais. We're fixing to talk about it because uh, the trans uh, community wants him canceled. He said that there's no way to interpret what's going to be offensive 10 years from now because you have no idea who the controlling mob is going to be. Back then, Everybody was on board. Yep, marriage is between a man and a woman. Uh, my Christian views, you all know how I feel about this. But that was the majority of the uh, quote-unquote mob back then, right? Like, oh, no, 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 no. Well, now uh, the mob is insane and literally the most offensive thing, and this is Ricky Gervais, the most offensive thing that you can say right now in the entire world, the most offensive things you can say. There's two of them. You ready? All right. Life begins at conception, boom, canceled, deleted, deplatformed, bigot, whatever. And women can't have penises. That's it. Like, those are the most offensive, horrific tweets that you can ever think of. I did a TikTok yesterday. And in the TikTok, I said, the same people that are saying that 18 years old is too young to buy a gun. Are the people saying that eight-year-olds are allowed to chop off their genitals and take puberty blockers? That's all I said, all right? I didn't attack anyone specifically. I did not say that transgender people are crazy, which they are. Uh, I did not say that they don't have the ability to chop off their genitals and or take puberty blockers. I was just simply making a comparison that the same people who say that 18 years old is too young to buy a gun say that eight years old is perfectly old enough to decide to remove your genitals and take puberty blockers. That's all I said. TikTok removes the video for hateful behavior because they said that their terms of service do not allow videos that, that push hate on any specific group or whatever. So I challenge it. And then, of course, 48 hours because the video starts taking off. So they kill it, remove it. And then it takes 48 hours to get an appeal back. And then once I appealed it, they reversed it and put the video back. But then the video is dead. It doesn't doesn't go anymore. So they know exactly what they're doing. <sighs> anyway, Ricky Gervais is under hot water for his new special on Netflix. Now, I watched it. Um, I don't agree with everything Ricky Gervais says. In fact, I would say it's probably 50-50. If we're being honest and truly nitpicking about this stuff, 
First and foremost, Ricky Gervais is an atheist. Uh, obviously, I do not agree with that uh, mindset. Uh, but either way, what I do like is he just tells it like it is. And so here is Ricky Gervais and why he's trying to get canceled right now. I know the new women. They're great, aren't they? You know the new ones we've been seeing lately? The, one, the ones with beards and They're as good as, they're as, good as gold. I love them. No, it's the old-fashioned. And now the old-fashioned, they're like, oh, they want to use our toilets. Why shouldn't they use your toilets? For ladies. They are ladies. Look at their pronouns. <laughs> what about this person that isn't a lady? Well, his penis. <laughs> Her penis, you f***ing bigot. Anyway. He's trying to get canceled for this, but the truth, and, and I'm sure I've said this a lot of times, the truth is they're canceling him because he's telling the truth. And and I know I've said this, but I'm going to say it again. Well, I think I've said it. See, I can't even remember anymore because I know I said this the first time I recorded this, but as I told you, it got messed up. So if I am repeating myself here, I apologize, but I also don't because it gets hard to like remember <laughs> exactly. The reason that they're mad at Ricky Gervais is because he's saying the quiet part out loud that all of these people that believe that women can be men and men can be women, uh, no sane adult actually believes you. No one, no one believes you. Not really. And and I will I will stand on that hill to the day I die. Everyone is like, we support trans rights and women can be men and men can be women. No, you don't. You don't believe that. Nobody believes that. No one, no one, no one believes that. It's just easier to just like, like bottle feed you and just, you know, just, just, just coast you along than it is to have to like truly like argue with you and fight with you over it. No one actually believes, no sane person anyway, actually believes that men can be women and women can be men. We know that. We know that's not true. I saw a unicorn yesterday. Oh, okay, sure, man. That must have been awesome. That dude didn't see no unicorn. I know that. I know that. You know that. Everybody knows that. There ain't no unicorn running around. But it's just easier nowadays to just let you live the lie. Then it is to actually just tell you the truth. Ricky Gervais is just telling the truth and nobody likes it. That's why, they, that's why they infiltrate our elementary schools. That's why they go after the young children of our society because children believe in fairy tales. They believe in the supernatural and it's easier for them to convince them otherwise. <sighs> All right. So to end this here, I'm going to take this a slightly different way. I really like what Ted Cruz said the other day. Um, in regards to the massacre in Texas. And so I'm going to play the clip and then we're going to talk about it. So here we go. This is Ted Cruz. Tragedies like the events of this week are a mirror, forcing us to ask hard questions, demanding that we see where our culture is failing. Looking at broken families, absent fathers, declining church attendance, social media bullying, violent online content, desensitizing the act of murder in video games, chronic isolation. I agree with everything you just said. And this will be how we end this two-parter series right here. 
Uh, I said it in a tweet the other day and I got <laughs> in some serious trouble over that. I said, I said a very similar thing. And so either Ted Cruz is watching me or me and Ted Cruz are like, just like in sync on how we do things. All right. Basically I can't find it. I wonder if Twitter deleted it. <laughs> basically it was along the lines of, we don't have a gun problem in this country. We have an absentee father problem. We have a broken home problem. We have a mental health problem. And so ironically, and I actually did not do this on purpose. Man, it's funny how God works in that way, giving us ideas to talk about. What I talked about in the first part of this two-part series, where I failed as a dad and all this other kind of stuff, linked with 99% of these mass shooters come from broken homes. They have history of mental illness. And the cycle continues and continues and continues over and over and over again. As Ted Cruz says, they have severe isolation where they isolate themselves from the rest of society. They lock themselves in the social media and video games to desensitize violence, etc. And that is all true. All of the factors seem to play in. Remember when I said at the very beginning of this that as things will come along, we'll find out more and more and more about this person. So we found out that he was, in fact, showing signs of mental illness by cutting up his face for fun. His friends said we found out that he made uh, threatening things online where he talked about like his dream was to become a senior and shoot up a school, etc. His family has now come out and said that he was dealing with a lot uh, and that they were actually anti-gun. The family of this kid. And so, again, I, I do. I believe that we are not dealing with a gun problem in America. We are dealing with a soul problem in America. We are dealing with a fatherlessness problem in America. We are dealing with issues that, that, that go beyond physical and, and, and visual of what we can see right in front of us. We have a heart problem in this society. Whether you're Christian or not. Okay, the removing of 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 God from everything that we do has done nothing to benefit society. Whether you believe that 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 marriage is between a man and a woman and that monogamy is the way to go instead of polygamy and you can just do whatever you want and have sex with whoever you want and you can have a kid and leave and da 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 da. That mindset has done nothing but diminish our society. So I'm not negating that things are worse. I'm saying, why are they actually worse? Did the guns change or did we change? I'm telling you right now, the guns didn't change. Guns, guns are guns or guns or guns or guns. They're guns. A nine millimeter Beretta is a nine millimeter Beretta. The end. Okay. An AR-15 556 is an AR-15 556. Okay. Right. A 7.62 is going to be a 762. 30-06, 30-06. A 270 deer rifle is a 270 deer rifle. That don't change. What has changed is the people that are getting a hold of the guns. So therefore, if you got a plane where the tier of pilots that are coming out of pilot school suck and they can't fly the planes as well anymore and they're having more and more crashes, do you just do you just get rid of all the planes and be like, well, nobody can fly anymore? Or do you adjust how you're training the pilots? Same thing. What is going on? One, we need to lock down our schools more. The end. Uh, the, the schools hold our most precious cargo that we have as Americans, our children. 
They need to be like freaking Fort Knox, man. Nobody in or out. I don't care who you are. They should have picture and fingerprint IDs for all parents to be able to prove and verify who you are to even get in that school. The end. It's like a chain of custody thing, right? Like the second you drop that kid off, that man, freaking uh, Thanos can't even get in the school unless you are their parent. Photo ID, fingerprint, you know, like confirmation scanner at the front of every door to prove who you are before they even buzz you in and let you in. I got no problem with that. Or you could just homeschool your kids. But, you know, that's another conversation for another day. The biggest issue that we have, and I've said it again, is we have young men who are mentally disturbed. We have young men who have a lack of fathers in their homes. We have young men that are showing signs of social isolation. Nobody does anything about it because it's just easier this day and age to have your teenager go up to their room, plug into the video game and not bother you so you can stream Netflix yourself. It's just the truth. That's just the truth. Back to the story I told you, one of the reasons that me and my older son got into an argument was because we wanted him to be present with us to watch a movie. And what did he want to do? He wanted to go play his Nintendo Switch with his friends. I have no problem with that. This is 2022. All right. Alyssa is far more anti-game than I am. But, But in those moments, it is vital for our children to know that, no, it is more important for us to have them be present with us. Because even though in that moment, they may want to just plug into a game and disappear, subconsciously what they really want is just to know that someone wants them and that someone is there for them. They're good, they're bad, they're ugly, whatever it is. That's what these people want. That's what I wanted when I was a kid. And that's what... Again, it, it, and, and, and again, let me be clear. I am making no justifications on anything. At the end of the day, and I truly believe this, I am more harsh on people that come from broken homes and bad backgrounds than, than, than Alyssa is because I came from that. So I have a far less pity scale. There's two ways. If you come from that situation, you either A, are super empathetic with them, or you're super like, hey, you need to suck it the crap up. Okay, nobody feels sorry for you. Boo-hoo, we all had a bad childhood. That's me. Okay. I'm the, I'm the latter in that situation. I, I don't have very much tolerance for it. Oh, oh, you had a bad child. So did it. So do we guess what? You don't get to use that as a crutch. You got to be bigger. You got to be better. You have to take up and break the generational cycles of your life and be there when you didn't have someone be there for you. You know what it feels like. So don't replicate it. That's me. Alyssa came from a loving home and they're still married to this day. And she has so much empathy for people that are hurting. And that's one of the things I love about her (sighs) because she's right. At the end of the day, all these young men, all these young women want is just someone to show them that they love them and they care about them. But at the end of the day, it is their actions and it is their responsibility. The end doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's the whole nature versus nurture thing, right? I just, I am a true believer that, you know, you can have everything pushed to push you a certain direction, okay? But you, at the end of the day, have the ultimate and final decision whether or not you truly go through that door 
or you turn around and go a different direction. Okay, I don't care if you're an alcoholic and somebody literally drives you up to a bar parking lot and drops you off there. You still have the decision at the end of the day to walk into the bar or walk away from the bar. And that's how I'll always believe. But I do believe that Jesus being removed has done nothing but degrade our society. I do believe that the fatherlessness rate and the, the, the nuclear family being attacked has destroyed our society. And so, again, I say, as politicians, especially get worse, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, get ready. They're coming for our guns. The end. The guns haven't changed. People have. Our society has changed. Our society believes that dudes can be women and women can be dudes. Our society believes that 18 years old is too young to smoke or drink and to buy a gun, but eight-year-olds can decide if they want to uh, chop their genitals off and take puberty blockers, and uh, 16-year-olds should be allowed to vote. That's the world we live in. The world we live in, the same people that are saying that they should have the right to murder a child whenever they want because it's their body, their choice, are saying that people should not have the right to choose if they want to buy firearms or not. Because they have a problem with children being killed in a school, but they don't have a problem with children being killed in the womb. That's the world we live in. That's where we are. And we owe it to our children, to the future of our generations, to the future of America, to stand firm in these moments. We also owe it to our men and women who died for this country to stand firm in these moments and remember that America is worth fighting for. But if we don't start fighting back now, there will be nothing left to fight for. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Dear America podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, Make sure to share this. Give us a rating. Leave us five stars. It helps us in the charts. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you all again next time.